This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. It is time to line them up. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio here. We do it every day. We get set up for a big day in Major League Baseball. We got a full slate. We got afternoon games. We got um, a pretty good amount of games for a Thursday as we head into a holiday weekend here. And a couple things that stand out to me just just to jump off the page here and, and get us going. Jacob DeGrom against the Braves in an NLE matchup. Whenever DeGrom is pitching, we're watching the Braves last night. And I, I know you had your interest, Pete, because you've been waiting on the Braves to come alive. 20 runs scored. And today, we get to see if they can stay hot because they face Jacob DeGrom. I haven't found the K-prop for DeGrom yet. I'm looking for that. But I, I did see this. I thought it was interesting. I saw nine and a half. Okay. Ian Anderson going for the Braves. So they're throwing you know, one of, if not their best pitcher out there so it's a good pitching matchup but you could get jacob Degrom plus money to record a win plus 105 jacob Degrom to record a win today against the atlanta braves it is difficult to pass up the best pitcher in the world plus money to record a win i can't argue that because my first reaction when looking at the numbers for this game was wait whoa 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 we have a Degrom game and it's minus 162 on points bet? Wait, wait, what is happening here? And then you start to take a deeper dive, and I and I understand. Right now, we always rip on the Mets offense, lack of run support for DeGrom over the years, and a lot of that is valid. But right now, in general, it doesn't matter who the pitcher is. The Mets can't score runs. Right. So that that's the big concern there for me. Um, against Atlanta, he's dominated. He, he's faced them a ton, this exact same lineup. They're only hitting 205 against him. I mean, that's just in line with just about every other team in Major League Baseball. Freddie Freeman has three homers off DeGrom. I thought that was pretty interesting. And Ian Anderson has had success against this poor Mets lineup. Uh, Of late here, 40 plate appearances against this roster. They're hitting only 211 against him. He has a 310 FIP. So I guess that explains the number because we're used to these DeGrom starts insert random MLB team minus 250 against some of the poor ones minus 300 but here we are today you can get them around minus 160 yeah and I was watching this start on Saturday DeGrom and and I wonder if we're about to reach the moment where he looks a little bit more human and a little less robotic I mean he did go up two runs on Saturday against the Phillies and and that just goes to show you what we're watching here the two runs and I felt like he was off on Saturday 
I'm not saying he's going to get hit. I like the plus money to get a win, but I think today will be a tell because the Braves obviously are their offense is, is hitting. I mean, they had 20 runs last night, so they're coming in red hot. If he uh, he goes out there today, he throws six or seven shutout innings or even five. I mean, I, I'm starting to start to believe he's just not going to lose. He's not going to actually lose games and get beat because this is a spot coming off a game last time where he wasn't perfect. He wasn't great against a team to score 20 runs. This feels like a test for DeGrom today against a lineup that just, I mean, had 20 runs last night. Uh, with the K-prop of nine and a half, let's assume the market goes with that number once it's everywhere. He has not thrown 90 pitches in two months. Does that concern you about going over? It does. I mean, we have seen starts, though, like against the Cubs. I know the Cubs strike out a million times. But didn't he have eight strikeouts the first time through the he year? Had, he had eight and three innings. Back-to-back uh, -back outings early in June against San Diego. He had 11 and 10. And uh, that was off of 85 and 80 pitches. So he can, he can get it done early. He can get to 10, but... I wonder if how much they're going to stretch him out. So that the the return uh, start or one of the early starts that was not his return actually. Um, that Cubs one you mentioned in three innings, that was fifty one pitches. Then uh, Atlanta the next start that was seventy pitches. The last one Saturday against the Phillies you just referenced eighty eight pitches. So are they going to let him go today? That's a big question. Yeah, it is. So that's a big game in the NL East. One that I'll have my eye on just because the fireworks we mentioned earlier uh, with uh, Ozzie Guillen and, and uh, Josh Donaldson, the White Sox, Rodon, for a couple of reasons. One, the AL Cy Young picture. Two, uh, just to see if it, what happens in that game with Donaldson. But it's Barrios and Rodon. Joe, this is a fun matchup here. Um, pretty big number. Minus 152 um, I, I saw the White Sox at. Ooh. I mean, to get Barrios at plus 128, that's that's pretty good. I was surprised that this was the number. And you're right. A lot of implications here. Uh, not because the Twins are in any sort of a race, but um, the, the Cy Young race, you've got that. And the White Sox offense explodes last night. That was a long game, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, we had a long Little League game. I came home. It was three hours. We came home. Like, the Sox are still playing. It was going on and on and on. I started to go to bed before it even wrapped up. And I wanted to go to bed much earlier than that. Uh, Barrios? Really strong against the White Sox. Really strong. And large sample size faces them all the time. 151 at-bats. White Sox hitting only 219 against Barrios. A 278 on base. He's got a 307 fifth. That's strong. Here's something else that stood out. I know it's against Rodon, and statistically, he should be the AL Cy Young Award um, favorite. And I'm glad uh, Sean Zarilla agreed with us on that. We talked about that earlier on in the week here. But Minnesota against left-handed pitching, they are number one in baseball in slugging, number two in isolated power. That really stood out uh, uh, to me. And then you got Barrios on your side. Twins might be worth uh, taking as a dog. Yeah, they are. I think they are. Uh, interesting matchup there. Joe, one I wanted to hit on here is we go to the NL. Dodgers traveling to the Nationals. Nationals have been red hot. Yesterday, Turner had the cycle. Um, I, I think the Nationals' hot streak here combined with uh, what they did yesterday, the Schwarber thing. I mean, this number is interesting. I mean, Dodgers minus 138 on the road. I thought it'd be actually be a little bigger than this. Gosselin has been a good pitcher coming off an injury, so he's not quite where he was last year. But Patrick Corbin, it's impossible to trust him. Um, no. The Dodgers said that, that's that's not a big number against a pitcher that really, really struggled this season. Yeah. I um, Another one that really popped. Oh, the Dodgers? In, wait, Dodgers are going against Corbin? 
And on points bet right now, it's minus 133. What? Like that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Corbin, he's been bad against the Dodgers as well. They're hitting 289 against him. They have a 400 on base, a 950 OPS. So what are we missing here? Is it all about Gonsolin? Uh, Corbin, third highest home run to fly ball rate in Major League Baseball. Fifth highest uh, home runs per nine innings. Aren't a lot of things lining up with this Dodgers team that has won their last five? It feels like it. Also coming off an off day. They traveled yesterday, didn't play yesterday, so their bullpen is reset. The one thing uh, to factor in as well is Trey Turner jammed his thumb or finger yesterday after stealing one of those bases. He had a big day for the cycle on his birthday, stole some bases. Yeah. But he jammed his finger. So I, I, who knows if he plays tonight? They could be without one of their three main cogs in the offense, which changes things too. So I, I like that one with the Dodgers. I, I might parlay with them with somebody else, another favorite. But that's that's pretty good value there for the Dodgers. They say you uh, you turn on baseball, and, and we were addressing earlier how wacky that yesterday was. If you just look at Trey Turner alone, you're going to see something every day you've never seen before. If you believe in that theory, well, you did with Trey Turner. First player ever to hit for the cycle on his birthday. And he's got three cycles in his career. And he's still a young player. I think he's 27, yeah. 28. Like, he's still got yeah. years to go. Uh, Joe, a story that is just, it's not going away. I think you mentioned earlier the, the Yankees and their manager, Aaron Boone, that the cr crowd chanting fire Boone last night. The Yankees are in a bad way. <laughs> they hate him. <laughs> oh, they hate him. They, they, they want him out. The Yankees are in a bad way. And, and yet, they are minus 162 today with Jordan Montgomery on the mound, who's not a very good pitcher. Griffin Canning on the other side for the Angels, also not a very good pitcher. Um, I, I've been staying away from the Yankees because it's just really difficult to peg what's going on there. But how could they? I mean, how could you take them? How could you even go near them at minus 162? Nah, I had the same reaction. And this number has dropped a lot in the last hour or so because earlier this morning it was minus 179, and now it's minus 162 for the Yanks. Yes. Don't the Angels have a lot of value here? Plus 148, plus 148 going against Montgomery. Uh, Angels sneakily against left-handed hitting. Pretty good. Pretty good. They're top five in a lot of categories. Top five OPS, way to run to create a plus, ISO, WOBA, some of those metrics. So um, I'm inclined to go with the Angels as a sizable underdog. I like that one. Corbin Burns and the Brewers who are red hot. They go to Pittsburgh today after a crazy win yesterday, 15-7 over the Cubs. The Burns K prop is what's standing out. I mean, the, the number is is ridiculous. I mean, I wouldn't touch the money line with this game with the Brewers on the road, but seven and a half for Corbin Burns. I thought the number would be higher. Now I've been burned on, on going against the Pirates with these K props before. They uh they bit me with Giolito a couple weeks ago, but seven and a half, Corbin Burns. He's kind of been in the eight range recently. He hasn't been in double digits, but that feels pretty good. Last three starts. Colorado in Milwaukee, he had seven. At Colorado, six against Pittsburgh, he had eight. So I, I guess the number is about right, right? Since they've been enforcing these rules with the sticky stuff with uh, Corbin Burns here, uh, setting it at seven and a half, everybody is going to bet on the over. Uh, in his history against this Pirates roster, he has a 34% K rate and a 1-2-0 fit, but how much... Uh, has the uh, has this impacted him as the strikeouts and the spin rate has decreased 
a whole lot for Corbin Burns. So how much do you want to believe in that? I, what really jumped out to me is how about that other side? Not only do you have Burns if you're the Brewers after winning eight consecutive games, but I'm going against Will Crow. He's allowed home runs in five of his last six games. And in four of those games, he's allowed two home runs. So I, the numbers are not posted yet. But I might be looking at some Brewers homers today. Oh, Brewers home run props. And the Brewers offense has yeah. been there. I mean, they've finally better. woken up. The the yeah. Willie Adamas trade kind of you know changed things for them. And they're a better offense now. So that that's a big one. Joe, I, I got a um a number plus money that's standing out to me. And I can't I can't make I can't figure out where it's coming from. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Marlins Phillies. Uh, Marlins again last night beat the Phillies after Nola strikes out 11. You get plus money on Pablo Lopez against Zach Eflin. I think they're pretty comparable pitchers, but look at their ERAs this year. Okay, I think if you look at the underlying metrics, it probably makes it a little bit closer than that, but just look at their ERAs. Pablo Lopez is under three. Eflin is over four. Over the last three years, and let me, let me throw this at you because this is amazing. Last three years. The Marlins are 22 and 16 against the Phillies since the start of the 2019 season. They're 102 63 against everybody else. The Marlins play 579 against the Phillies. They play 380 against everybody else. I just there's no way I could take the Phillies minus 130. The Marlins plus money here is is it. Yeah, I see it a little bit closer to a pick'em over a points bet and um that's where you started the conversation, Lopez versus Eflin. It's pretty tight, and that was my reaction. Okay, yeah, the the pitching match are pretty comparable, and we got the Phillies at home, so let's make them slight favorites. And th- that's that's what I saw. Um, but <laughs> as usual with the with the old Phillies bullpen, I don't know if you want to trust that. Not a game that that I'm really targeting. I don't think there's a big advantage on either side. I don't either. This, which is kind of you know where the plus money and and, and the Marlins come in. But I, I, if I had to take a side there. I would take the Marlins in that one. Um, one last one that jumped out, Padres-Reds. The Reds, I think you mentioned it yesterday. I think it was two days ago when Blake Snell was supposed to start. The Reds yeah. not hit left-handed pitching as well. Now, Luis Castillo's been better as of late, but you can get plus money on the Padres. Say Ryan Weathers coming back from AAA. He's kind of been in the rotation, bullpen, AAA. He's been good. Uh, the son of, of the old reliever, David Weathers, from when we were kids. Ryan Weathers. Uh, you get plus money on the Padres today if you want to take Ryan Weathers. Is this another one of those situations? Uh, just don't overthink it and take San Diego when they're around to pick them or plus money. Um, I, I know Castillo is quality when he's on it, but he hasn't been on it much of this season. You, you mentioned the the numbers, the Reds against left-handed pitching. They really struggled. We've got a Padres offense last couple of weeks. They're the best in baseball. 
They're the best offense in baseball. If you look on the run uh, right now in Hosmer against Castillo, he's eight for 13. Okay. So he's hitting six, six fifteen with uh, nearly a 1500 OPS. I like the Padres here. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. You talked me into it a little bit. Yeah. And you get the Padres in a pit in a, in a hitter's park, right? The Padres usually yeah. play at Petco park where they do damage, but they're playing in a, in a hitter's a pitcher's park. And now, they uh, they go to hitters. Now Castillo's been better as of late. That that's the one that's the one thing that kind of brings you back in the middle here. Like mm, he he has turned his season around a little bit here, but I I do like the matchup. A lefty for the Padres. I just don't know how long he'll get stretched out. Is he ready to give you six innings today, or is it a bullpen game for them? There's one other one I quickly want to mention. I'm surprised that uh, you passed on him. It is your team, the Giants. On the road going to Arizona. You've got Johnny Cueto going up against Merrill Kelly. Uh, Cueto, very good against the D-backs. Only hitting 235 against them. He has a 279 FIP. And Kelly, terrible against San Francisco. They're hitting 300 against him. Uh, Do we lay it with the Giants? Yeah, I I think it it makes sense. And throw this out. I believe the Giants have not lost more than three games in a row all season long. They're in a three-game losing streak. Now lost Sunday to the A's, both to the Dodgers. If the Giants are going to snap the skid, feels like after, after an off night, day off, rest the bullpen, that makes a lot of sense.